0: Like the um super bowl halftime show because i've only heard one person say that it sucked i loved it and it was a person born in the 50s no i liked it a lot why
1: well that's like that was like my wheelhouse of music
0: dude
1: i mean Total wheelhouse, Kendri- right? kendrick lamar is not in my
0: but he's still compton and he's still legit because yeah. he goes yeah. back to that old but school.
1: i just don't know his music but snoop and dre and Eminem and Fiddy, they were... Now, 50
0: took the place of Cube. I heard Cube was supposed to be there originally. That would have been even better. Yeah, but... Because I wonder how him... I wonder how good him and Dre get along. Because, like, after watching... After watching uh, Straight of Compton, finally I watched it seven, eight years after it came out, but i had made a promise to, buddy, not to watch it until we got together and we finally got together. Um... In a play... We've been together since. Not like that, in that sense of the word, but, like, together in the same location, right? Oh, uh, sure. But we've never been in the same location where you could sit down and, like, watch... That movie's long. Do you know it's, like... I've three, never seen it. It's over three hours long. It's I like saw it on long. Netflix now, right? Really? No. Pretty I don't sure. think so. No I saw it on
1: one of the streaming things the other day, because I was going to watch it.
0: Um, But I wonder how good Cube gets along with Trey.
1: I just saw... Because uh, there
0: was, like, this huge thing in that show, and, man. you know, Hollywood's Hollywood, but... Cube left real early and, and went on to become his, so, you know, his solo career with KK's Most Wanted and Death Certificate and Predator and all those badass albums he put out. But he left NWA early, like, like like right at like four years after they started or something, like 1990 or if I remember right. And he had beef with hey, Dre. we got a Google guy right there, bro. It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu? Uh, oh, it's I on Hulu. See, he's already somewhere. looking it up. Jack's back in. It's hard looking down there, dude. He looks like a he looks like a, a female tennis player. Or some some shit. I don't know how to explain it.
1: Hey, that's the weirdest fade I've ever seen. Most of the time they blend it into the rest of it. They just gave you like three stripes. Is that like a new hairdo or
2: something like that? Yeah, I just told him do. Like it. I like it
0: though. I like it. The mullet was kind of getting weird. But here's where I'm going with that is like, what are you looking up? Are you looking up Dre?
1: Well, I just saw something and i wanted to i wanted to double check myself What is before. Hulu by the way? it's a streaming service you get t v and stuff it's great but It's not roku no hulu. hulu you pay for it and it's got movies and t v shows and stuff and it's 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 good um, i just saw i just saw I, I don't i don't have time to look it up if you keep calling me out on it but I just saw a very short video that uh maybe they get along better now but they they had a big falling out
0: who drank you yeah at the time of nwa or since then
1: i, I somewhere in that interim time there <clears throat> and um the video i watched you know it was like it was a very heated like they they hated each other and i don't know if you please look that up jacko business or personal or what but that I- might be why they weren't on the uh Show together, like you Do you, you remember said. the
0: raps that came out that, like, in the movie, they show them a little bit of the one that, like, Ice Cube put out about Eazy-E and Dre, and then the one that Eazy-E put out about Ice Cube? You remember those when they were going back and forth big time? It was like the Compton Battle? you remember that? No. Really? Mm-mm. Oh, dude. No Vaseline was all about Eazy-E and Dre. and how Dre... I knew
1: Easy e and Dre were arguing with you. No. I... Well,
0: well, Eazy-E and Dre, they split up, too, right. before Eazy died, but... Dre or Ice Cube on his solo album, I think it was on Death Certificate, had that song No Vaseline about Dre and Easy and about all about how you know the whole deal went down. And then in the movie they portrayed it to where their manager is watching it, is listening to it with Easy in the room, and, and all the girls are laughing because Ice Cube could flow. And Ice Cube wrote oh, all the so he wrote all the raps that Eazy-E delivered anyway. Easy really wasn't a writer. I mean, he produced him and Dre produced and wrote most of the songs, even on like Easy Does It. And, you know, all of easy solo stuff before he died.
2: So Uh, the Ice Cube and Dre had a fallout when Ice Cube uh, went solo. And then, but they made amends recently, like five or six years ago.
0: So it lasted that long, Uh, that quarrel, because Ice Cube was getting screwed out of money because he was, was a royalty fight. Yeah, he was making so much of the I mean, he made that band. I mean, Dre is an awesome producer now, but he was a rookie producer then, in my opinion. And it was I think it was Ice Cube's lyrics of, of cruising down the street in my 6'4". I mean, Ice Cube was writing all of those raps that were, were being sung by Yella and Ran and Dre. And even, like, the DOC was in there, and, like, DJ Quick wasn't part of the NWA. He was out of Compton, but he wasn't part of it. But I, I guess what I'm trying to break down today is this, and I want you to give this some thought. And a lot of people probably don't even care about this, and I could be proven wrong. But how do rappers that I was listening to in the 80s, -hmm. they had a a little independent album come out called And the Posse. Do you remember that? A lot of them were wearing Dodger blue, and it's like a bird's eye view of all of Ice Cube and and E and all of them when they were kids. I don't even know if E's in the picture, but Dre and Ren. But it's like 20 people on the album. It's called And the Posse. you got to look it up. I have the cassette somewhere. And then they signed the record deal and they came out with Straight out of Compton and went worldwide. But think about this right now. Dre, Cube, Dre owned Beats, Dre discovered Eminem, 50 Cent. I mean, this guy has been a producer. Kendrick Lamar is one of his guys. Um, the Game, I believe, was one of his guys originally. Mm-hmm. Cube has been in all kinds of of after his music career. He kept his music career going. He still tours, but he's been in all kinds of smash box, box office smashes.
1: Yeah. And he has something to do with the writing the Fridays, right? He's not just an actor. In them. No
0: Friday producing them, yeah, writing yeah. them. It was just a boys. The Men he wrote when he was still like leaving, right after he left NWA wrote the movie boys, the men, which was a worldwide smash. Then like the 21 jump streets. Um, he's been in lots of comedies with, you know, are we there yet? Dad or some, a bunch of the comedies for kids. He's been all over movies. Then you have Ice T, who I think Ice T's from the East Coast. I think he's from New York or Jersey, but he was considered a Los Angeles rapper after he came back. I think he went to Hawaii in the military. And I'm just, I'm spitballing this. I didn't look this up, I promise you, but I remember hearing something about Ice T how he went to Hawaii in the military and he would practice his raps on the base. And then when he came back, he moved to LA. And my, there might have been a military base in LA that kind of repositioned him there. And he came out with like the colors. The movie colors. He came out with the soundtrack for that. The, the yeah. gangs in L.A. will never die. Just, Just and then he became a worldwide actor, right? Oh yeah. And he's like on all Law and Order SVU where he actually plays a cop. Right. After he was talking about shooting cops and co- I think he even had a, a, a rock band called yeah. Body, Body Count, Count and they had a song called Cop, cop, Killer. cop Killer or something. <laughs> yeah. Now he plays a cop on TV, right? Yeah. Yeah. Snoop Dogg was in unreal songs on his albums. Came out on the Chronic with Dre and then had Snoop Dogs in the House and all those huge hits. Then he becomes uh, unbelievable actor. He, I mean, he's, I'm not saying he's an unbelievable actor, but he's been in unreal roles. Yeah, he's he's acted in comedies. He's acted in in you know skits. He's in the new. This whole idea came up when I saw him on a Corona commercial the other day. Oh yeah. So now he's an actor and a in a celebrity, Dre Beats entrepreneurial spirit. He's billionaire. Ch- yeah. My breaking it down subject. Am I missing somebody? Cube is the actor. M&M Snoop Dog. Obviously was there. But later. I'm talking about those 1980s rappers did the halftime show in 2022 and are still relevant. So my breaking it down topic is, is there another sector of hip hop that is okay? Or any music, take any music for that matter. Okay. You had George Strait that acted in pure country back in the nineties, but think about the cultural phenomenon that these gangsters were, because Eazy-E was a real-life crip, a gangster. Snoop Dogg almost went to prison for murder as a crip. He always talked about the blue bandana hanging out and all that shit. Even on some of his newer stuff, he talks about the bandana and stuff. Talk to me about the relevancy of these guys still in American culture, worldwide culture. Is there been anybody in any sort of music that is that relevant, that stayed that relevant. Now, you could say the Beatles have been around forever or the Stones, but Paul McCartney is not in movies. Paul McCartney doesn't have a ton of endorsement deals. His music will stand the test of time. This has nothing to do with their music standing the test of time. This is rap, Alex. This Relevancy. is guys that were like, these are guys that, Nas didn't stay relevant in American society. No. Lil Wayne's not relevant in American society. Like, he's not acting and has a real-life no. acting career. He might have a, a, a liquor company that he endorses once in a while. Biggie was probably on his way to being relevant, and I bet Pac, I think Pac's actually from the Bay Area. If hey, will you look up where Tupac's no. from? I know he was in Digital no, Underground. He was in, but he was in Digital Underground from the Bay Area. He was his original band was yeah, Digital yeah, yeah. Underground. But I'm going to let you talk in a minute. I've just been on this one because I have a hard time getting it out. I don't know of any other musician or sector of music, whether it's country music, whether it's rock and roll, that has the American cultural presence as these 1980 gate. They were considered gangster rap. They were literally trying to get shut down by mm. the, by, by Tipper Gore, by, by, uh, Ronald Reagan's wife, Nancy Reagan, Tipper Gore is and Al Gore's wife was the explicit lyric stickers. Remember the guys from, from Miami, Luke Skywalker and the two life crew, oh, yeah. they were getting shut down. Their songs were disgusting, but they, they, they were go. They went to court to keep their music career alive, but these rappers from L.A., Ice Cube, Dre, Snoop Dogg, and who's the other one? I Snoop Dogg, Dre, Ice Cube. Two you mentioned Pac- Ice T. Ice T. How do you see what I'm saying? They are so relevant in American society. Ice T's in all these endorsement commercials with Stone Cold Steve Austin, and they're all in their 60s. How, how old are these guys? No, I bet you they're in the, Dude, that's the thing is that they're barely older than us. When we were 18 listening to them, they were like 21. Really? How old is uh, Dre? I bet she's like 52. Well,
2: I just looked up Ice T. Ice T's the oldest Sixty-four.
0: Ice T's the only one, but he's not part of that NWA crew. Ice T. Dre is 57. So he's 10 years older than us.
2: Yeah, and by the way, Tupac was actually born in, New, in Harlem, New York, but moved to Oakland when he was four. So oh. four. And he was a rapper from the West Coast, though.
1: Yeah. And Biggie was a New York he rapper. Cuz had that song Live and Die in LA. Yeah.
0: And he, he also had California Dreaming" or whatever. Uh, California Love. California Love. Right. Ice Cube is 52. Ice Cube's 52, dude. He's 5 years older than me. That's how long this guy's been relevant in American society. What 40 year did years? Boys in the Hood co- or what year did Straight Outta Compton uh, album come out? 88, 86, 88. Way before we were in high school. Oh yeah. I, 88. I, 88. I remember
1: I couldn't buy them, like you said, when they put the explicit lyrics on them. Remember, do you remember that change? Like, you could buy any album you wanted, but then when those explicit lyric things came out, then you had to be a certain age to buy them. And, like, oh, Tower, yeah, okay. or not Tower, Warehouse Records, they were like sticklers on it. And My Marabelli's, parents would go in and buy I remember them going to
0: Mirabelli's and being in that little dark cave in Park Lane Mall, going in and looking at, like, exploited punk records and Punk's Not Dead and dead kennedys because i went through all the phases of like skateboarding i was listening to punk and then i was in a huge hip-hop phase and then i was in a hairband phase and i was in country phase and outlaw country and i mean i listened to it all but i just started thinking the other night when i'm sitting there going snoop dogg talks about women the way he did smoking weed and murder and pistols and gangbanging and this dude is a worldwide phenomenon and he's a he's more power to him yeah even though i don't agree with a lot of the shit he's done or politically we don't we'll never see eye to eye and i don't like the things that he said about the i'm just trying to break down if there's ever been you're talking about five individuals from this little tiny place called compton california well snoop's from long beach which is close to compton D- am i ring am i saying anything that's ringing in your mind of like dude they're still so significant to american culture 30 40 years later that's
1: That's what, like you said, no one will ever. You know the Beatles and and bands like that; their music has stood the test of time. But maybe and they they have maybe not their career and their careers are okay too. You know, but you're not seeing them like you said. I just saw Snoop Dogg on a. Have you seen him on that lighter commercial with Martha Stewart? And and I know he he did he does cooking segments with Martha Stewart. She went to prison and they like become buddies. And he's a gangbanger, like a self proclaimed. And she's like this,
0: this. She's like this. Home, home, decorative fam, D- DIY DIY family order. value kind of person. Yeah, and he relates to him. He's been in dodgeball. He's been in movies about you know drugs, obviously, but he's been in tons of comedies with Vince Vaughn. He's a uh, he was in old school with Snoop. Bringing he's your a green gamer hand. too plays He plays video games, like, competitively. I saw him. on. Didn't he have, like, some documentary about he was a coach of his son's Pop Warner football team or something? Did and then you see his, all that? And then, he, his, you know, his son
1: went on to Gorman or one of those ones down in and Vegas. And then yeah. UCLA, I think. Yeah. Yep.
2: He runs a youth football league, and then he just signed a contract with a gaming uh, company Yeah. or a gaming organization.
0: But do you see what I'm saying about relevancy? This long, you would think, like, okay, well, what happened to – you know, I know Nas is still out there, and he could go to a nightclub and sell out and do a big. Uh, if Snoop is playing the main event night at Sturgis this year, okay, Sturgis, redneck, hippie, rock and roll, biker.
1: Yeah, and you got Snoop.
0: that has nothing to do with hip hop. Bike. You when you listen to when you hear Harley Davidson, you think of heavy metal,
1: Leonard Skinner and Leonard Skinner, rock and roll. <laughs> yeah,
0: Snoop Dogg's playing the main. He's the main headliner at Sturgis this year. That's nuts. Is that, but that's relevant. But people love it. It's, how does he go? He crosses into Martha Stewart and old ladies making their houses look better and their recipes taste better. He crosses into Mexican beer.
1: I was going to say Corona. Mexican beer.
0: Yeah. Snoop Dogg on a beach. A white sandy beach is the last place in the world I would think that you would find Snoop Dogg. He did Patron too. Now that you. He did? Now that you say that. Yeah. Did he? Will you look up Snoop Dogg and Patron? I don't remember that. I don't know. I started thinking about it the other night. I'm like, these guys are more relevant than any other musician in the history of music. And they're four or five rappers from Compton in Long Beach, California. I know. More so than any other rapper out there. Now, look, like John Lennon got assassinated and he's going to go down as a folk hero, right? Like he was a great musician, but his assassination is what's talked about today. The day John Lennon died. Okay. Paul McCartney's an amazing songwriter and musician. He'll sell out anywhere like Billy Joel or Elton John. But he's never become as relevant as these guys are in American culture. Right.
1: Two now that you and you touched on earlier, think of what Tupac would have been if he would have stayed alive. He was already he was a, already acting. He already had, you know, a ton yeah. of music out there. He was already like a you know, poster child type of guy, you know, and yeah. And then he was cut down in his prime, so to speak. Like Biggie, I don't know that Biggie goes as far as those guys. Oh, dude, Biggie was talented, though. Very talented rapper, but I don't know. He's... I see
0: Biggie becoming kind of that, just that loving, cuddling guy that probably has a talk show today or, or some kind you of reality so? TV. Oh, yeah, he would have been reality TV. He would have been everything. Even when you
1: think about, and I, and it sounds weird to say because he was just on the, whatever. when was uh whatever Will Smith did, the Academy Awards, but... Like Puff Daddy, remember how big he was back in the day, and he's gone quiet over the years.
0: Well, because he's lost his t- like a lot of his. T- he got so rich, he's got close to being a billionaire. But how much is Puff Daddy's net worth? Sean Combs. Well, this, Dre's a billionaire from Beats, right? He's close yeah, to it. He's not on pay. I mean, if you look him up, I think he's worth like seven hundred million now. But I but he, they sold it for like four point two billion, I think. Yeah.
2: So Beats. Sean Combs is uh, seven hundred and forty million. I think
0: I think that uh, what's his name? Beyonce's husband
2: is eight hundred million. What's Dr. his name?
0: Dre. Okay, Dr. Dre is eight hundred million. But what's Beyonce's husband's name?
2: Oh, uh, Jay Z. Jay Z. He's I know the richest. They're combined over a billion, but Jay Z's net worth—he's one point three billion dollars. One point three billion. Oh, Jay Jay-Z. was the
1: first one to become a billionaire. Well, what about what's it, his maybe. name though? From Atlanta,
2: what was that rapper's name from Atlanta? Big Bird.
0: No. Big Bird. Because he was, was close, too. No. Oh, my God. As a billionaire? The Cash Money Millionaires? They, I thought, but the other guy that owned the other label down there. Was it Birdman? No, That's Bird Man, Birdman was was uh, the guy that signed Lil Wayne. But what was the other label? The guy, Master P.
1: Oh, yeah. What is the, Master P worth? The No Limit Soldiers.
0: Yeah, No Limit Soldiers. He yeah. was
1: probably pretty close, too. But I think he's lost his money.
0: $200 million. Okay, so Jay-Z's a real-life billionaire.
1: But he also has Beyonce.
0: That doesn't have anything to do she with She had it. a lot of money. Yeah, but they're not combining that. She's got her own net worth. You think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe. What's What's Beyonce's net worth? It would be the same they're then,
2: saying right? they hers is around 500 mil, and he's a, over a billion. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah,
1: I would have assumed that was both of them together.
0: The other rapper that's relevant that is kind of relevant, I mean, Eminem... Did endorsement deals. He's got his own radio station on Sirius Shade Forty Five. Yeah, he's been, he had he's won an Oscar for his sound his music for Eight Mile, which his, Eight
1: Mile was a great movie, a,
0: a great movie, and his acting in it wasn't bad. No, it was
1: great. But he I won thought. an
0: Oscar for something in it for like best screenplay or best soundtrack. Yeah, D
1: Twelve got it with him, right? I'm almost I'm almost they up went positive. up on stage at the I'm Oscars. Positive D Twelve is it the Oscars or Academy Awards? Same thing. Or maybe it was just a nomination.
0: No, he he won something for the. He didn't get best actor or best movie. No, it was part of the music of it, right? He got something. something screenplay or adapt adaptation, or something. I thought that he had got a, an Oscar for.
1: The. Uh, I liked Eight Mile as a movie. I and I think he did. He should have
0: done more. If I'm want to get fired up, if I'm like going into some event or I'm going where. Like I, I got to get excited. I'll watch the final scene, the final ten minutes of the movie. He schools
2: them dudes in
0: that rap. Oh battle. my god! There's a like uh, schools them.
2: That's one of the best scenes I've ever seen in my life. I watch that at least ten to twenty times yearly. Just because, a, why not? It's just so the weird. last ten minutes yeah. make
0: me go, "Oh my god! I love that movie."
1: On YouTube, there's a there's a compilation of all of his battles from the movie, and it like you said, and it ends obviously with his final one with Papa Doc, and it's they're just. It's unbelievable, dude.
0: It's the real-life one with Papa Doc, or the one from the movie? No, from the movie. Oh, because he's got some freestyles, and God, I would – to be at that – to be in those clubs in Detroit at that time when that little dude was coming up and schooling people before Dre – Before Dre, I, don't, I don't know the story of how Dre discovered him or how all that went down. I don't know enough about Eminem. I love his music. I respect his career. Don't agree with him on a lot of his views again, but – it's amazing to me that the relevancy of the of the guys from Compton and and Eminem's got some relevancy. Don't get me wrong. He, he in my opinion, he is the best rapper of all time. I think he's got the most skills. Now Nas is there, Eric B and Rackham is there, Big L, Biggie, Pawk. But if I think that Eminem, the way that he exploits so many different styles and the way that he can freestyle, and you if you go and listen to like guys that like odb and a lot of the rapper i've seen a lot of interviews um what's the other guy's name um what's the other bigger guy's name with the dreads bigger not odb but the other guy that would that's bigger like that oh man i just saw an interview with him he said the best rapper hip-hop artist of all time is eminem
2: Methan man
0: no he's a bigger guy um if you say a lot, it, a know. lot of the
1: rappers will say that Eminem's one of the best lyrically, and his in his you know metaphors and use of language is yeah he's on he's he's in a league all of his own. Doctor percent.
2: Doctor Dre found him because Jimmy Iveen left his EP on the floor, and then Doctor Dre picked it up and asked, "What's this?" And then next thing you know, Dre's and Jimmy Iveen's
0: the one that bought Dre, beats with Dre. Yep oh really yeah he's like his story he was the one have you seen that documentary they did on HBO
2: it's a phenomenal um,
0: don't tell me the name of it the something ones the the shook ones no the woke ones no it's the uh, gosh what's the word start with don't tell me the word a D the D the disciple ones the departed ones it's like the departed ones the what's the second letter E demented ones defiant the Defiant Ones. Dude, that hit that documentary about Jimmy Iovine and Dre is worth watching. Really? Yeah, and talks about how Jimmy got his sh- start in record, record studios and recording studios down in Los Angeles. Anyway, back to the breaking it down point, dude. What do you got on that? Like, th- these guys are more relevant than not just any other rapper, but I'm hard-pressed to find anybody in musical culture and the history of the world that is relevant as them that stayed that relevant.
1: Do you think that they got that show because it was in LA? Is that part of it? Because
0: my, where my what mind show? wandered when what you show? brought this
1: up—the the halftime show.
0: No, that's all because of Dre and like their their relevancy to American culture.
1: I'm just what I was going to ask you is: Do you think if we were on the East Coast, people would be talking about East Coast rappers like we Because there's a there's a reason that there was that huge divide and they feel that the rappers on the East Coast are way better than the rappers on the West Coast and back and forth. Do you think, I'm just
0: throwing that out there, do the Eric B. and Rock Kims of the world? I think Eric B., which I believe they're from New York, I think Biggie from New York, I think Nas from New York, are in the conversation as the top ten rappers of all time.
1: But just don't have any I more think Lil relevance.
0: Wayne from Atlanta is in the conversation as one True. of the best rappers of all time. I think Outkast is amazing rappers and hip-hop artists and lyricists. I don't care how good of rappers they are their music is unreal you'll go to a dance club and hear out right now yeah you nas is phenomenal i mean nas is phenomenal yeah but i don't know if they're relevant no i agree as these rappers from compton mm-hmm. these these rappers were dressing like go- the godfather remember when they went to the Amer- it was either the mtv music awards or the grammys or the american music awards in the, War- the black and white suits in the in the gangster suits, yeah. and they had the canes and the freaking top hats and mm-hmm. shit, and the and the Jerry curls and the dread. I mean, this is freaking. These guys were. If you correct me, if you think I'm wrong, but they grew up gangster. Oh, for they sure. They grew up living that lifestyle that Ice Cube portrayed in the movie Boys in the Hood.
1: Well, you've been to Compton
0: before. Yeah, they I pretty. drove into it.
2: Yeah, but
0: I don't know of anybody that's as relevant. Now, here's the question: If you put does Bruce Springsteen or Billy Joel or Robert Plant or somebody that's still alive that, was re- that had a huge, massive career, right? There's several of them out there. Do they just, do they, are they not interested in staying relevant? Here's the question. Are they more like, just leave me, I don't want a Corona commercial. I'm not going to go act. Snoop Dogg's not an actor, but he goes and he gets these parts because he's Snoop Dogg. And he just plays Snoop Dogg. Like in old school, he's just rapping up there this green suit on, being right. Snoop Dogg. Now in Dodgeball, he plays a little bit more of a, a different character. I think he was in Starsky and Hutch also. Um, he was in Training Day. Training Day. Yeah, he was. He's in the wheelchair. Oh, yeah, in the real ch- wheelchair. Yeah. So maybe he does have some acting chops. But the, part of the argument is, why do they want to be this relevant? Like Ice Cube has a legit acting career. He's touring still. He's putting out hip-hop albums still. Um, he's doing endorsement deals. Um, Ice T's doing endorsement deals, and he's got. I know it's about the the Benjamins and making some money, but the the point is is that would would like Bruce Springsteen or one of these other people that we're saying are okay. Let's take one of the most relevant country music stars of our of our time, right? Garth Brooks. Would he be relevant in a in a beer commercial? Or an acting gig? Could he go and act in a sitcom or a major motion picture and and get away with it? Or are they just like, dude, that's not what I'm here to do. I'm not an actor. I'm not an endorsement guy. I'm a country music singer-songwriter. Yeah, I wonder. That's a... That's my point, you know.
1: Because obviously, you look at their residencies in Las Vegas, and a lot of those guys that you mentioned are down there, you know, paying, you know, getting top dollar for tickets and sold out every night. They are down there. So, but... Is that just their core, you know, group of people still following their music? And yeah, why, how come you don't see him in a? Because you can't tell me those guys are turning down that kind of money. You know, they're not. Those endorsement deals are huge. I mean, they're Snoop probably made a, a, a pretty penny to endorse Corona and Bic lighters and you know all the other stuff that he does. He doesn't do that stuff for free. So yeah, it, it's interesting. I immediately think of, when you think about. The you know Bruce Springsteen's and even Garth Brooks, they were very popular in their window, and it's like they've never come out of it. So are they just holding those fans in that window? And those well, are the I people flocking I mean, to Vegas
0: got that big Broadway play. Garth has had a, a big documentary on him. My way, I can't remember what it's called, My Story or My Way or something. But and
1: he's got a little, he's got a channel on XM that's very he's, cookie cutter. Like,
0: no, it's actually good. The Garth Channel. No,
1: no, no. I'm saying that like his inner, he's not like doing. He doesn't do it live Like you can tell He just cut his pieces oh, yeah, That yeah, they yeah, put yeah, in yeah. there
0: And then it's his soundtrack To life of the music He listens yeah, to yeah. Which I, he's got Pretty good taste in music He's a no, weirdo No it's a good good He's station. a weirdo now
1: I don't like the I don't. I, I was gonna say I don't like when he speaks on it Honestly The music that's on there is good But when his little Cookie cutter parts what, Do you yeah. like pepperoni pizza Or sausage yeah. pizza And then he comes on And yeah, Shut up Yeah Who Exactly com. Exactly
0: I'm not a big fan Neither am I, I Forgot where he came from um but i guess i can't think of anybody that has stayed that relative to where irrelevant that they're such a big part i don't even know if it's worth talking about really i just was thinking about this in my head the other night when i saw that snoop commercial and it's a good commercial about you know because snoop's whole deal with corona correlates because of his i don't give a you know what attitude just get stoned and relaxed kind of attitude, yeah. sit on a beach and chill, let life go, you know, let it go for a minute. But again, these guys have to have a work ethic to keep going and doing what they're doing. Oh yeah. He,
1: yeah, he, he portrays that, but yeah, he can't be as successful as that guy is. And I mean, I know he's, he smokes a lot of weed and I don't know why the break. What's Snoop Dogg's Dog's
0: net worth?
2: I think it was well, do we not look this up? I didn't I didn't
0: hear you say Snoop. Dogg. We've been
1: talking about a lot of the W on breaking it down, but Snoop uh Snoop might be one of those guys that is a functioning pothead that is successful, you know?
2: Hundred fifty mil.
1: Yeah. Hundred and fifty mil. And he's and he has a, he
0: employs a guy that just rolls blunts. But why are they relevant? There's the question. Why are they so relevant in American culture that a major beer a beer Company would put Snoop Dogg on a commercial. Somebody would take a chance on Ice Cube as a leading role actor or an actor in a movie. And he's got a reality show, right? Ice loves Coco.
1: Coco loves no. Ice. That's Ice
0: T. I don't know if it's still on. Ice T was married to Coco, right? But
1: oh, I thought you said Ice T because he's in he's in Law and Order. Yeah, he's got so a major acting.
0: How are they still relevant? Why are they still relevant?
1: Maybe it was just so impactful when they were young that. Everybody still wants to see him. Wouldn't
0: you think, though, that like NWA would die out with just like House of Pain?
1: Wouldn't you think they would have been canceled by now? With yeah,
0: it's canceled Cypress. I mean, they had a song called "F the Police." I guess that's what people really want right now. Defund Every the police. chick is a B or an H in all their songs. Everyone, right? And they're still relevant. They put the people that sang about there was the Me Too movement and the the women's progressive movement, and then they put people that literally talked down to women and they were bi. I mean, he had a song with I too short called a, a, a woman ain't nothing but a, to me. Right. You can call. And they're relevant, this relevant and never got canceled. And every song was murder, cop killers, women, de- demising women. And I'm not, I, look, whatever it we're is. We're praising it. We're
1: not praising it in that way, but we're giving them their props for being rele- relevant. How do so. all
0: those girls sh- dance on the camera? when these guys are up there rapping and doing the crunk walk or whatever that walk is that Snoop does are they not, are they not listening to the lyrics of what these guys stood for?
1: (laughs) I just saw him on an interview where somebody called him out and said, do you regret what you said? He said, absolutely not. Absolutely not. He said, I said what I said and I mean it. He still means it to this day. And he's married. Why don't they get canceled though? I think you touched on it earlier because they don't give a F you can't, Somebody, same way that, you know, they said, how is Kid Rock not canceled? He's not beholden to anybody that can cancel him. You know what I mean?
0: But and, these guys are. I guess to sponsorship They have major sponsorship bills. But,
1: like, Death Row Records is theirs. It's not like they're going to not put out records. They're going to get kicked off their labels or anything. I don't know who anything. owns
0: Death Row Records. That was, that was what's his name? Suge had it, Shug. but
1: he's in prison, right?
0: Who has Death Row Records now? I think Snoop does. He oh, still really? wears a Death Row pendant. Who owns Death Row Records now, Jack? I'm
2: looking... You did that. That
1: is funny. That I guess I didn't really think about that when you think about Corona endorses or uses him as a spokesperson. And yeah, he should he should have been canceled off of that campaign. Modelo,
0: their competition is over here with Mexican pride. How to make it in America? Work ethic. What's what's Modelo's uh, their slogan? I mean, they got a slogan about pretty much never give up. And then Corona's over here talking about with a gangster on a beach. <laughs> It's like a completely different thing,
2: but uh, obviously
0: it, it, it works. If <laughs> Pete, they're going to pay him big money to endorse their beer. Yeah,
2: Snoop Dogg is the owner of Death Row, and Modello's slogan is the fighting spirit.
1: The fighting spirit, and they had a they had boxer. Uh, what's his name? Was their guy for a
0: long time? Canelo. Uh, yeah. Canelo was, or no? Uh, Shit, they were a UFC sponsor for a long time. Canelo. Canelo's like the. The bad, I mean, he's world champion. He's a stud. boxer, yeah, yeah. Pretty sure it was Canelo. They've had tons of like tattoo artists on there, yeah. NBA stars, um, tons of you know, different walks of life that have been their commercials are great, their marketing's strong. Medell, I bet you their sales are through the roof.
1: Oh my god, they got soap. I remember my dad was drinking that beer back when I was in high school, the dark one, he loved it. And then it was like I didn't even know Modelo was out. Exactly, you didn't even, you never even heard about it, nothing. And then all of a sudden, they just came onto the market strong, dude. I had no idea. Yeah, it was back when I was in high school. It was around. I remember we drank it
0: in uh, my senior trip to Mexico. So the question that still is out there, and I, I don't know if we can ever answer it, might be just opinion based: is why are these rappers from Compton and Long Beach, California, from the '80s? We're talking from the 80s, still this relevant in American society. And I'm not, I love their music. I, th- I loved listening to NW. I still do. Yeah. I never bought into it as far as, like, believing in what their message was. Like, I won't go up to a cop and roll down my window and be like, look the bullies. Wren said it with authority. But they grew up that. in a different place than we did. Totally different.
1: Totally not different. that that makes it right, but, I mean, just that's how they grew up. And I do think that they did grow up that way.
0: I, do t- I Of course I, they did. They had yeah. to have.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, what, what's your theory on it? I,
0: I really think maybe it was just the halftime show rang through to people like us. I think that Jonah Hill is probably 10 years younger. I mean, how old is Jonah Hill? He's got to be 35, 37. Probably, yeah. What's the other guy's name? Channing Tatum? Yeah, 38. 38. Okay, Channing Tatum, that good-looking SOB. Probably the same. Forty-one. Ooh, okay, my so he's age. a little bit older. The those dudes didn't even grow up on Ice Cube music. So when you're talking about the relevancy of having Ice Cube and their smash hits, Twenty One Jump Street, which was a big TV show back when we were kids, oh, yeah. I remember it was on KTVN Twenty One or I, I can't remember what it was on, but um, that didn't make a lot of sense what I just said. But I remember it was on like the Twenty One, not one of the major three, right? Um, but their fan base is not the nwa fan base. No. So how does ice cube get a role in those movies of playing he's pretty much playing ice cube. He drops the f bomb all the time and he's kind of like the you know the sergeant that puts him out there on the beat or whatever. He runs the jump street. You know, the precinct.
1: Yeah.
0: How is he relevant to play that role? Like it's not like he's like at the same age as them and came up at the same time. He's not a comedian. Right. He's a gangster rapper. I don't know. It just blows my mind that they have found a way and that because their their talent speaks for itself, obviously they're talented, but there's no other walk of life or sector of music that has stayed that relevant in culture. In my opinion, none library. Like, okay, well we did forget about Elvis. Elvis was a huge actor. Elvis would have owned the world if he didn't die the way he did, but his tours were gigantic. I mean, the guy was selling out stadiums before anybody probably. Um, he was in tons of movies. He was on all talk shows. You know he probably had endorsement deals. I couldn't name him, but I bet you if you go back, oh, I'm almost president. Cadillac, didn't he? I'm a Cadillac. And these are my <laughs> okay. blue suede shoes made by Vans. You weren't around when he was around, were you? I, he died when I was like one or two. It would have been neat to see him in his prime. Hell yes. Tupelo, Mississippi, the king of rock and roll. Dude. Talk about a guy that shook it up. I mean, he had people canceling him nonstop. Oh, yeah. You can't talk like that You can't dance like that Every So maybe Elvis is one He probably would have been Maybe it's, Elvis It seems well, like tragically was. Maybe he was Because here He's been dead For as long as I've been alive And he's got People go to Memphis To visit the house Where The mansion that he had
1: People buy Little figurines And Like
0: crazy Salad I plates I think we and, just answered The question If who yeah, else maybe, Is yeah. relevant as the rappers From Compton And it's freaking The king of rock and roll That's true Elvis Presley Think of what he would have done if he had a few more years. Elvis Presley. Will anybody in music ever be as big as Elvis Presley? That could be a breaking it down deal.
1: Do you think the Beatles were even close to him? What about Michael Jackson? I, was, um, I know you oh said, "Dang the, it!" There's another one. You said the Beatles earlier, and I just brought up Michael,
0: which he got sm- whatever happened with the court cases, which right. I don't necessarily agree with. Of all the stuff that he got convicted of or accused of. Don't know. Don't know. Don't but know he, but. Was,
1: he was a person that when people
0: saw him, they melted, dude. I think you just got the biggest one of all time. He, But again, Jackson 5, he's starting. He's like five years old in the Ed Sullivan Show. We got to do a whole breaking it down series on the King of Pop. But he had an actual ride at Disneyland. Oh, yeah. Captain EO, like a movie at Disneyland. He had the biggest concerts of all time. I mean, I don't even know how much his library was sold to. I think his mom and dad bought it and then just sold it to Sony for an ungodly amount of money again.
1: Yeah, I heard it was crazy. His catalog. Yeah. He was Pepsi's guy.
0: Pepsi. Which when Pepsi was freaking insanely huge. See, now we're starting to get somewhere. These guys that are, are still relevant, 40 years older in gangster rap, we got Michael Jackson and Elvis.
1: And Michael never acted, right? I don't believe it. I can't think of he it. Had to have he had some, some cameos. cameos type stuff. I don't think he had a major motion. Remember how great his videos were? Oh, Thriller and Beat It. They, they were Jean. almost little, little movies in them. Black at least Thriller white. was. Man thriller was like 17 minutes long or something crazy like that. Radio right? video, video was? No, about nine, I think. Long. It was long. Man in the Mirror. Oh, my God.
2: I'm starting with the man remember in the, the mirror.
1: Remember the, the video when everybody's face changed? Black or white. That was like unheard of back in the day. Black remember that? White? I remember clear as night that one dude like dreadlocks grew out of that other guy's head and there was like a whole different man standing there dude and it just like blows your mind dude and that was in like
0: the
1: 90s maybe late 80s
0: are michael jackson and elvis presley the two most relevant people in history of music look at now we're and then
1: you would get an argument with the beatles which i know you touched on but like the beatles used to make people melt too man
0: oh yeah chicks would just lose their mind remember Eddie Murphy oh yeah we've 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 broke down Eddie Murphy before remember when he did that stuff about Elvis Presley oh, I wanna win this race people <laughs> oh, just man. oh you just gotta sing you don't even gotta be good looking look okay. at Mick Jagger he's an ugly mother but he can sing but he can sing but yeah you're, you're onto something with Michael Jackson died at 50 or whatever and he had already been world famous for 45 years and went through some shit you know but who hasn't when they're that famous, that young? Yeah. I mean, who hasn't? Look at Tiger Woods. He went through a bunch of shit. Michael Jackson got accused of some bad stuff. Never found guilty. Right. But accused. A lot of weird
1: circumstances. People
0: trying to get money off of him, or was it real stuff? I don't know. You can't You can't talk on that unless you really know, and I don't know. But I choose to believe it wasn't true because I loved him. I remember getting the Thriller album. I'd wear the glove. All my folders for all my different subjects and I know you didn't
1: buy your red leather jacket, though. I had all the zippers.
0: Did you really? Oh, yeah. Blue parachute pants, little black slippers, white socks.
1: Did you try and dance like him?
0: Of course. I had a breakdancing team when I was like nine. Went around with a strobe light and cardboard all graffitied up.
1: Did you know that it was like an insert in his foot where you could do that lean forward thing and come back up? No way. He had like a patent on it, dude. Really? It's a special shoe with like a special hook on stage and it could slide his, all the dancers could slide their toe into that thing and then they could lean forward and that's how they were able to. Still got
0: to have strong butt muscles to pull yourself back up, right? Strong
1: legs, strong everything. I'm I'm just saying it defies gravity the way that he does it and that's how it was done. He has a patent on it.
0: What do you think about like a. uh, I still think it's amazing that those rappers from Compton are relevant this many years later. When
1: you think about the audience that, because this is what we haven't talked about. Elvis was going after the audience that Michael Jackson was going after. And the guys that we're talking about are going, it's not the same thing. They yeah. were not reaching the same demographic in the same number of people.
0: Elvis was hated by the older generation. He was going, oh, the yeah. young kids loved him And hated the young, you know, I think Michael was loved by everybody before that kind of stuff. 100%. came out. Everybody,
1: but rap music, you know, in general is not listened to by especially gangster this, rap. this yeah these people up top and, and and kids that are too young you have a you have a and you have a, a very defined group of listeners now they've crossed all of them have crossed over into mainstream music you could hear snoop on a mainstream radio dre eminem all of them but their their early stuff and their you know what they're known for you never heard that stuff on the radio if you did, it was heavily edited and, you know, but you just didn't, they no. just didn't play it really They had videos on MTV, yeah. but they were edited too. Oh yeah. Big time. And a lot of that was like the shock factor of it. Like you said, when they went through all the, you know, the explicit lyrics and all that stuff and just gangster rap in general, they wanted that shock factor on a lot of those shows, you know? So that's why I think they played it. They, you know, it got people's attention
0: and that's probably why they wrote that music. Pretty good pretty good discussion points on those three people of, like, these gangster rappers from California that talked about shooting police and were hated. And B's are, and H's. Are as relevant as Michael Jackson, who was considered a child molester and was talked down about on, on national TV and court cases and... His songs, his songs were, or his dance moves were too provocative Mm -hmm. at one time. And then you got a white guy from Tupelo, Mississippi who shook his hips and tried to get canceled by the mainstream because it was not traditional Hank Williams Sr. in gospel music, even though Elvis did come up in the church and sang gospel too, and had a lot of roots and inspiration, influence from it. All of those three people that are, are, were talking about how relevant they were in American society were, were, can't, were tried to be canceled. yep. But these rappers have not been canceled, even though they were in court cases, they were put explicit lyrics on their albums, they were gone after by the president's wives of the United States, saying that people should not listen to this music, it's disgusting. The court cases in court about trying to shut it down. Mm-hmm. And they're still relevant this many years later, which Elvis is, and he's, he's, he's as relevant as, as anybody still. And he's been dead for almost 50 years. Yeah. It's pretty strong.
1: Is Graceland still there? Oh, yeah. Have you ever gone to a concert
0: there last April for Jamie Johnson and Hauser? Was it great? I
1: mean... Were you an Elvis guy?
0: Jamie toured it that day and said it was awesome. I've never toured it. But his Jets are out front. The Priscilla and the... What's his daughter's name? Priscilla was his wife, and his daughter was Michael Jackson's. Michael Jackson was married, married his to, to his daughter. To uh, Ellis, his daughter. Was it Liv? Uh,
1: no, Lisa Marie. Lisa Marie. Liv is uh, Steven Tyler's daughter. Yeah.
0: Married to her. Married There's to some they have a kid. Yeah.
1: They do. How funny is that, that that story just intertwined the way that it did right here on the show?
0: What if their kid is one of the rappers from Compton?
1: Is Eminem Michael <laughs> Jackson?
0: <laughs> is, it?
1: is Macaulay Culkin... Didn't Eminem bag on Michael Jackson a little bit in one of his songs? I'm sure he had
0: to have. Yeah, I can't remember it, but I'm pretty sure he did. He's good, but I don't agree with a lot of the shit he stands for. He he runs it a little bit.
1: We could say that about pretty much all of them, probably. Snoop, I used to follow on Instagram. I had done follow him because he's just a liberal weirdo, dude. And and it's. It's just not his place to be. Like no. you said, stick Shut up with and your, let me listen to your music. Yeah. Stick with your music and smoking weed. I'll even watch you play Madden 2K or whatever you play, yeah. but I
0: don't want to yeah. hear Let's about. Let's see how happy he dude. is that Joe Biden's our president. Right. Tell me that that's your guy. Give me a break. No. Or the last guy before him. Anyway, we don't need to get into politics, do we?
1: No. Or do we? No, we don't. I did just pay five bucks a gallon,
0: but that's okay. For regular gas? Regular, regular. Regular, regular, regular. The cheap stuff is fine. I think that it's pretty good talk today about the relevancy of the gangster raps. But I did, I, I did get educated that there is at least two other people in American music history that are as relevant as the Compton and Long Beach gangster rappers of the 80s.
1: But they're both dead. It'll be interesting to see what happens to these guys when they pass
0: away, you know. Now that's another talk about it. I don't think either one of them hold the weight when they're dead. Any of them hold the weight when they're dead. That, I my mind wandered to the exact same spot. Now I mean, people will remember who they are, but they're not gonna. Nobody's gonna look at Dr. Dre like they look at Elvis Presley, in my no. opinion.
1: And it's and I maybe it's because they've gotten almost too old. You know what I mean? Tupac died so young, and Biggie died so young, and Elvis really died pretty young, and Michael pretty young. You know? Yeah. And these guys, you know, their career still going, and and but they've they've gotten to the point where it wouldn't, you know, it's not going to be so tragic if they pass away that it'll boost their, you know, whatever you want to call it, their uh, yeah, status or <clears throat> brand. And or I anything. don't think
0: death boosted Michael Jackson's.
1: No, he was so turbulent in his end, what you spoke about earlier. That, but a lot of people,
0: Michael Jackson, if he was still alive, would get off a jet right now in the the. Let's say India, and people would literally lose their mind. Oh, <laughs> Michael, Jor- Michael like- Jordan had that kind of prowess. Oh, my God. Michael Jordan's got that kind of prowess.
1: Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson. Maybe Tiger Woods.
0: Tiger. Worldwide for
1: sure. fame. For sure. And I mean, melt people fame. Yeah. Like when you see people screaming behind the barricades just to get a glimpse of them. It would be interesting to see what those guys would have been like in the ages of social media, though. You know what I mean? Because... Celebrity people are closer than you think, when it comes to social media. You know what I mean? Where where we used to, you did it. I'm sure you'd go to the airport to watch somebody land, right? Just to just to see them from two hundred feet away.
0: Yeah. You know. Now now. I don't even like I watch Mm -hmm. Slash's stories, and it's almost like you're there, right? Like why go to a concert,
1: right? That's that's how I I feel the same way. It's like. I see you on my phone three feet away all the time. You know, the most intimate deep. Look, have you looked at Britney Spears lately? She crazy. And half naked and rolling. It's almost like you're on vacation, half drunk with her too. Like it's so, (laughs) it's so personal. Like you don't get that stardom feel. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It would be interesting to have seen those guys in the social media world. Thank God they weren't. Yeah.
0: Thank God they weren't. I, I, I'd never seen that worldwide fame.
1: Oh yeah. But he's his stature and demeanor, I think, is what carries. He's talented his. though, man. Oh my god, he's funny. He's talented. He, uh, have you seen his one chip video that circled a long time? And it's just him being himself. He ate one of those real hot chips. It's it's hilarious, dude. His reaction and just his facial expressions and all. He's a, he's a yeah. I want him to be my grandpa. I would like to meet him. He'd yeah. be a fun grandpa.
0: To oh have. my god.
1: Yeah, Michael Jordan. I would like to see. I've never seen him.
0: I'd like to sit down with him for about
1: a week. The guy that Jillian's brother works for is, like, friends with him. Jillian's brother's met him.
0: Really? Oh, yeah.
1: Like, sat in a room with him, watched basketball type thing.
0: Like, close enough to get him on the Breaking It Down podcast? Nah. Why
1: not? Well, we we could get Jillian's brother on here.
0: We'll break down why he went over in minor league baseball and couldn't hit the ball. (laughs) Break down his swing.
1: (laughs) Oh, speaking of breaking down swings, man. I heard Ricky Henderson clowned on you a little bit. No, Ken Griffey Jr. Or Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah. Oh, my God. It sounds funny, but was it – I got think a pretty if, good swing for a... I think if
0: I would have chose that route, you know, like if I said like, like you know, my senior year of baseball or junior year of college and I'm like, I want to get drafted, right? And if I, if I chose to get drafted, we both – I mean, I probably would have went in the top one or two rounds. I think I would have accomplished 680 bombs or whatever Griffey hit. If I would have chose that path of baseball, which I didn't want to choose that path. I didn't – just baseball wasn't that important
1: to right. me. Right, right. <laughs> No, I I bought that for a couple seconds there.
0: Uh, you can't still hit a bomb, though. I can hit, but I can't hit like... Not on game. his
1: level, though. Not on any of their levels. He can't blow a duck call, though, can he? No, but he's one. we're going hunting this fall. Is he a hunter? Yeah, he's a great dude. He Again, I felt like I was in Utah with you guys at Traeger, too, with the social media story, so I was basically hanging out with him, too. He seemed like a nice guy. Great guy. Weird that he was there, huh? Not no. weird, in the, but just like... Weird that you would meet him in that setting.
0: It's amazing with Traeger. It's amazing the, the the Traeger hood, the people that, that come together because of that brand. It's pretty spectacular. Can we get
1: Snoop or one of them over there?
0: Yeah, I mean, why couldn't you? I mean, those dudes got to cook out all the time. Speaking of Snoop, I think I saw something that he loves pork rinds. <clears throat> At that Traeger event, they had homemade pork rinds off the Traeger. Cool so freaking good i love pork rinds too. i love pork rinds they're good for you too they're not good for you but they're better l- for you lower in calories than chips higher in protein and they have no carbs but the s- the saturated fats there i mean they're pig skin so i mean like but if you get like actual cracklins which are the the skin with the fat attached to it those are when they get real bad for you those are real popular in the south you can yeah. either warm them up, or they're better warmed up because they soften up a little bit. And yeah, when you they're the like, real hard ones, yeah. When you, like, go to a mini-mart down there, they serve them like they would hot chicken out here, like a burrito, you know? You can go in there and get warm cracklings out of the mini-mart. They're really? a lot of mini-marts, like, in South Louisiana and down in Cajun country and stuff. Is that like eating sushi out of the gas station or no? Would never you do it. You can trust it. I've never done it. Do they sell sushi in a gas station? Some places they do. I think that the rappers of L.A., I think it's pretty phenomenal that they're still re- relevant. I guess that's more so of like any of those guys. I guess Elvis was a worldwide phenomenon. I mean, the guy—I don't even know. I don't think these rappers have worldwide acclaim like Elvis did or Michael Jackson. Snoop and Dre do. I don't think so. You don't think so? Do you think so? Dre could go to Europe and sell out Wembley Stadium like uh, like Guns N' Roses did or like Queen or U2? Mm. Maybe yeah, the Foo Fighters statue. I don't know. Maybe he can. I don't know. Is he world famous? Is Snoop Dogg world famous? Like would people fall down if they saw Snoop Dogg in no. the streets of Tokyo? No. Like they, you know who else has worldwide fame like that? When Mike Tyson would walk through freaking Japan. Yeah. Mike Tyson still is so relevant. He he is. I was lo- I I saw him. I'd do anything to go see Tyson. I saw him
1: from about ten feet away at the Las Vegas airport, and I didn't have the balls to go. He was getting on a
0: commercial flight.
1: Yeah. How getting weird. off, no way. Yeah, commercial. Yep, Mike Tyson. Yep, the old bulldogs. On Mike there? Mike Tyson and his bodyguard, and I I waved, and I did. I should have walked over or something, but he was just kind of walking out with another guy, and he, you know, yeah. Uh, I wish I would have walked over and said hi to him. He's yes. he's he's actually becoming more relevant, different ways, but he's been in the
0: media a lot more. He's Doesn't he own a weed ranch or something? Some kind of weed. Or something like that, yeah. Huge Mike Tyson fan. I'd do anything to sit down with him just talk. Joe Rogan was just talking about him the other day. They're tight. They're tight. I haven't listened to Rogan's podcast in a while. Has it been good lately? I haven't listened to it either. Jack, have you listened to it? No. Are we the only three in the country that don't listen to Joe Rogan's podcast?
2: I've listened to episodes and just because he's had people on that I've thought were interesting so I'll listen to those episodes Do they you impress use. you Uh yeah they're good but What
0: is it about Joe Rogan He's
2: maybe very should, smart
0: Maybe we should Oh he's a genius and I don't know if he's a genius but he's very well read he's very he's very good at what he does When we listen to that one driving to
1: Idaho about the vaccines and all that he's he, you know he's very educated on the topics that he chooses to talk about, which is, like you said, he's it's his very job. diversified. You know, if if you were to have told me we were going to talk about the the guys from Compton, and I was Joe Rogan, he would know every detail about them. A lot like you, you know. He no, knows. I don't.
0: I don't know if he would, unless he studied it the night before.
1: That's what I think. I think he studies, or you know, I think he's well versed anyway. But then I also think he probably studies and he's got some notes and stuff that his shows come out very.
0: I was literally sitting there on uh, watching TV other night when that commercial came on. I emailed Jen. I saw it. Yeah. Well, did I copy you on it?
1: Jen sent it to me.
0: Yeah, I emailed her. I'm like, I want to talk about this because it, it's, it's, I was curious about it. Right. Like, Joe's gotten to the point now to where he doesn't even book his own guests. I bet people are begging to go onto that show. Oh, yeah. So he's, gotta, he's almost got to do like what David Letterman would do and study up. To have a background out of, you know, yeah. where I'm more of like a freestyle off kind of cup. no notes off the cuff kind of guy.
1: Well, and you're digging back into your memories of a lot of this stuff, which I think is cool.
0: All memories. Yeah. All memories.
1: Because I think people people can relate to that, right? I mean, I my first album was uh, Appetite, you know, and it was a tape. Yeah. And I remember the, you know, the fold out thing was so cool. and. My parents probably shouldn't have let me have it. You know. But only
0: guys our age and, and older would relate to that, right? Would they? Maybe a little younger. A little bit, but like
1: the younger generation, they they were they relate to the first you know PlayStation you know plus game they bought or whatever. We just didn't have that kind of stuff.
0: Bullshit. We had a Atari. Well,
1: I was gonna say we we remembered is Atari. Is there a better
0: age to come up in than when we came up? And there's another no. breaking it down subject. We that came is. we came up when. Personal computers were, weren't even existing, and then they started to exist. Right. Remember when you go to school and you saw your first computer?
1: Yep. We didn't or- have
0: laptops. Remember Oregon Trail? We had a we had barely had a Walkman with a cassette in it. Right. Now you just have to have earbuds in your phone within twenty feet. Yep.
1: I remember my first Walkman, and I also remember my first Discman, and they were like, like they were that was the one Christmas present I got that year. You know what I mean? They were like an expensive friggin' gift to get back in the day i feel fortunate
0: of when we came up yeah me too we know what a vinyl was but we also eight tracks were going out vinyls were there and cassettes were there but then we got into the cd phase we saw the birth of technology we and saw... and we're old enough to remember it dude. yeah we're old enough to remember. like you said and we're still living in it we're still watching it advance every day
1: oh yeah the yeah. first computer was like the size of a house yeah and then eventually by the time we were in like well i was in like first through sixth grade was, you know, there was a usable computer in a lab. You know, we didn't have them in our classrooms or anything like that, but you got to go to a computer lab one week out of the year and, you know, learn how to type and play Oregon trail. Do you remember computers had two discs? You'd put like one disc. Was, yeah. One disc was like the program and one disc was like yep. where it saved or whatever. I was
0: intimidated as shit by all of it. Oh yeah. Hated every bit of it. Oh yeah. Hated all of it. I hated all everything computer wise. Even when I got to college, I hated computers so much that I I talked to these guys. Jack can attest to this. But every day I have these guys write in a spiral notebook of their to-do lists and tasks for the day. I would start on Sunday and do the whole week. And if I procrastinated and didn't get something done on Monday, I'd move it to Tuesday. But most people have a calendar on their phone. Starting in college, it was always on their computer. I had a spiral notebook all the way through 2000. When did I hire Jen? 2021. Yeah. No, 2000, the end of 2020. I had a spiral notebook from 1993 to 2021. Every day written down. I have the day my dad died. I have the day Ron Avancino died. I was so, I would have been cr- procrastinating and crossing it off to bring Ron Avancino ducks for him and Jane to cook for me and Dan. Because they loved eating ducks so much. And he died, and I never got to bring him the ducks because I was too lazy or I had something better going on. Hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, I was so intimidated by technology. I wanted my cassettes. Like, I hated CDs. I'm like, no, dude. I got thousands of these cassette things. Right. I don't give a shit if they get eaten. I got to put a pencil in there and wind it back Wind <laughs> it back around. <laughs> I want to be able to record over my tape. What a great way to grow up, though. We remember all that shit. Oh, yeah. Think about this, though. Aviation. And that we were flying places back in the 70s. You know, like how staunch aviation is to transport all these millions and millions of people. Jack, will you put in—this is another talk. I don't even know how we're on this because of how we grew up. But how many people—how many flights are there in America every day? You ever think about that, of how many planes are up there? You think about LaGuardia or JFK or Atlanta or O'Hara— Dallas, San Francisco, LAX—these bigger airports where all these international flights—and
2: does it say around fifty-six hundred flights every day in America? Just in America? Just in America? A hundred thousand worldwide,
0: and hundred thousand flights worldwide a day.
1: And I'm somewhat afraid to fly.
0: I know, and that's why I'm sitting here. We still have this. App where he says he hates flying. He says he hates it. Yeah, dude. Think about how many miles or how many total flights have been conducted and executed. When was the first commercial flight, Jack? Was it in the 50s? It couldn't have been in the 50s. When were people flying commercially to go to Hawaii or to go to Europe? Because there was bands. Elvis was hot in the 60s and he was flying over to Hawaii and shit. Oh, yeah. January 1st, 1914,
2: first ever commercial flight. Holy shit. I had no idea. I didn't even know. That. When was, when did
1: the Wright brothers, I were what, to be said, in the 1800s? I almost
0: said Lewis and Clark, <laughs> Amelia Earhart and the Wright brothers and all them dudes were
2: when the Wright brothers died in 1912, two years before the first commercial flight. They wow. didn't even get to
1: see it. Nah, that's sad.
0: Are they responsible for inventing flight? Yeah. You
1: know, what's crazy is not much has changed from the, the layman and in the, in the, in the you know, flight, I can't think of the word, avionic, aviator, whatever, space. When you think about, like, planes and stuff, you know, they went from props to jets, but, like, not much has changed since. You would have thought by now, remember when, like, the SR-72 Blackbird and the Boeing, you know, that one crazy slant-nosed jet that you could fly to Europe in, like, five hours? Like, you'd think we'd be on nothing but, like, fast-moving badass plane There's are still them old shit birds on southwest that that's why i hate to fly because i feel don't like you the think wings mainly because of off. the
0: capacity
1: yeah 100 percent. it's commercial it's like the buses buses haven't changed really either it's they're moving people they don't give a shit but like wouldn't it be awesome to be on a flight that like when we go to alabama next week well you're gonna drive but
0: was there just a huge commercial flight that went down in China.
1: Yeah, and it came straight down. Which that's is so weird about it because they said basically you you can't get a commercial jet to do that. So they're suicide. wondering, like, no, like an EMP or something like that. That what's EMP? Electromagnetic pulse. It's like a it's like a bomb. Kind Didn't of that a... happen
0: where a guy flew one straight down in the ground because he committed suicide a couple of years ago? Well, Remember that guy that got on there? And
1: uh, that's what they're saying. It had to have been some kind of act of terrorism or. Or something. It wasn't a mechanical failure because they said, you can't really make those big planes do that. You have to make them do it or take out all their electronics to do it. You know what I mean? God. I flew on a little tiny plane the other day, like a bush plane. Well, and I'm afraid to fly. Uh, my buddy Ryan took me out instead. We went and landed on the Winnemucca Ranch Road and all those little dirt roads. It was pretty cool, dude. And I hate flying. Why'd you do it? Because I want to conquer my fear. I wanted to test myself. Conquer you want to get past the threshold. Yeah.
0: Did you get past it?
1: It was pretty freaky still. So
0: when you go to Alabama next week, you're going to be like, I oh, have no problem getting on that Big Bird?
1: Well, when I get a double jack, <laughs> extra
0: ice, I'm going to be just you fine. You can't even fly without drinking? No. Doesn't God, drinking no. make it worse?
1: No. Make it worse? No. Catch that in-flight buzz, start flirting with all the stewardesses. I, they don't I guess call them you can't call them that anymore, anymore bro. Can you fly to know, are they flight attendants I
0: don't know they call flight attendants I don't even know what I don't I just anybody. know that they're they're the make you keep your mask above your nose people now I think by the time that, I fly that'll be over. I know but Fauci just came back out and Philadelphia just went full masks inside again yesterday or this week or this day before yesterday. Don't say that Hey did Philadelphia just go full masks indoors again yeah fauci just came out and said, that this new variant is going to have get ready to be indoors with all masks again.
2: Yeah, Philly reinstated indoor masks.
0: Will you
1: Google real quick fl- uh, flying with a mask on? Because I heard it was ending I April 17th. I heard it was 18th. April
0: 17th. Or, yeah, something like that. And now they're saying that it's coming back. You know why? Because the midterms are almost here. we got to get that freaking mail-in balloting. Got to figure out a way to cheat, guys. Right.
2: Let's cheat it up. So it's set to expire April 18th, but... It's been extended multiple times before, so it may happen again.
0: We're living in a different world, boys. Oh my God. girls! You're never gonna pay under 450 for a gallon of gas again.
1: Till they make you drive an electric car.
0: Yeah, I'm never gonna. You know, am I gonna pull a big trailer and a horse? I mean, but they can't. How you gonna big. go
1: hunting with an electric not, car? Not. You're not. Not. Yeah. How are you gonna They're drive idiots. across the United States? Why you gotta change everything? Why
0: you gotta tear down history? Why the chicks name the chicks? Why is Lady A, a Lady A, and not Lady Annabelle? Why is everything got to be weird? Everything's changing. They're wiping out the freaking face of our freaking history.
1: Placating to a bunch of weirdos.
0: So, we can't call them Dixie Chicks, but Snoop Dogg, who talked about murdering people and that women are nothing but trash, can have a corona endorsement. Seems weird, doesn't it? Isn't that backwards? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not against Snoop Dogg. More power to him. Go make your money. You're talented as shit. Say whatever you rock crowds. Snoopaloo, bring your green hat. We're going to the quad. Streaking. <laughs> Streaking. Through the gymnasium. You think KFC's still open, honey? <laughs> Might but be one of the greatest movies ever. I don't know. It started off with NWA and Snoop and Dre and how they're so relevant. I wonder if Eazy-E would still be relevant. I wonder what Eazy-E, because he was the true gangster. He didn't know how to rap. They taught him how to rap. But he had that presence of that oh, yeah. that mindset of the gangster, and he and he and he signified gangsterism on stage like he was a full-blooded gangster, right? He Easy went to the White House, dude. Easy went to the White House. Mm-hmm. So, wonder how relevant Easy E would be if he didn't get AIDS.
1: He definitely had that look back in the day. Above all those guys, right? Magic like Johnson's said,
0: still pretty relevant. He had AIDS. Owns well, he, the Dodgers. Owns the Lakers. It. He's worth how much is that Magic Johnson? worth from all of his theaters and his Starbucks, he's got to be worth 800 million, I bet. and I bet you he only made 40 million in his playing career. Was he that good of a ball player? It was one of the best ever. Yeah. 600 million. 600 million. Was he like six nine, Was he a 6,11
2: point guard? I, I think he's around 611,,: six, six,
0: six, nine, and he was a shooting guard or a point guard.: He
2: was a point guard. He was six, nine.
0: Six, nine point guard, dude. he was a monster. How much did Magic Johnson make in his playing career?
2: Magic Johnson. I think he only NBA. played for one team, right?
0: What do you think Michael Jordan's worth? He's
2: over he's a million. real life
0: billionaire. I know. Shit, just his Nike line a year. He still earns like ninety nine million a year off of just that.
2: Get this, Magic Johnson's Just guess this total NBA career earnings. Twenty
0: eight million. I was gonna say thirty five. Thirty nine. Thirty nine million is worth six hundred million.
2: That's chump change compared to today's NBA. Michael
0: Jordan
1: season. Michael Jordan's one point seven billion. Haynes. Nike's huge for him.
0: Air Jordan. Well, biggest shoe He was just in the news time. about
1: getting kicked off a golf course. What did he do? Did anybody read
0: that? No. Probably wouldn't talk politics. Probably. Who got no. kicked off? Michael Jordan. I can see Charles Barkley getting kicked off a golf course because he can't golf.
1: He is bad. I saw him at the... Jordan
0: can actually oh, golf. Go- oh, yeah, he's good. I love Charles Barkley, though, even though I probably don't see eye to eye to him or eye to eye with him with his political views. I think he's a great commentator has a great presence he's funny yeah. he's relevant still mm-hmm. that's another you know like how how do they pick those guys to be relevant like there's there's so many good basketball players of the Patrick Ewings the Isaiah Thomases I guess who's hated now Reggie Miller's still on there but Shaq and Barkley are like the two most relevant basketball players of that era besides Jordan and Jordan doesn't do any of that commentary I mean he's barely in the public eye anymore never but he's the most relevant athlete in the history of sports. Because
1: no one will ever be. Maybe Muhammad
0: thing. Ali, because of this, of the the culture of the time and the, the war and all that and all you know everything. No, not just showmanship because he did have showmanship. But I think Mike Tyson would knock him out in under five rounds. Oh, he's I'm, not the greatest heavyweight champion of no. all time, is my point.
1: But he had a lot of like stage presence. You know what I mean?
0: So did Tyson. Yeah, Tyson just won. Tyson in. was just an. He, he kicked your ass before the bell went off. You were dead. That's why that whole deal with Buster Douglas was fake. There's no way he loses to Buster Douglas, unless he's hammered, drunk on sake. He had no cut man in Tokyo with him. God, I freaking wasn't it a Tyson. long count too or a short? count? Well, he knocked the dude out in the eighth round, and Richard still counted to fourteen. I mean, it was, it, he was—he never counted. He started late, and the guy and Buster Douglas was down for fourteen seconds. And it was, it was long,
1: like he—he like he was long in between, like
0: eight. He took nine nine forever and 10, to right? start it. Oh, It took forever to start it. Tyson won that fight. I mean, I think he did, but he should have never been knocked out by that dude. I think that guy only had, like, one fight after. Really? Yeah. I don't know. This all started because of the significance and relevancy of some rappers. I still I still think it's weird. It's 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 a phenomenon that those guys are still as relevant as they are. Not that they're not deserving of it, but they are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good conversation. Really good. If you think about
1: it. We even touched on the Wright brothers.
0: Yeah. Comes around. They're pretty relevant. <laughs> we're afraid to fly, and they've been flying commercially since 1914. I know. Why aren't we afraid to drive? There's way more wrecks when we're driving. There's hardly any plane crashes. But why the apprehension or the the fear? And even I get it sometimes because it's like if you talk to pilots, like I've had many in here, there's one right there, you know, Wade's brother-in-law, Brian. Turbulence really can't bring a plane down from what they say. It's usually going to be a mechanical deal, but as soon as you feel that little bump and that freaking seatbelt light goes on, you're like, ass puckers up. Mm-hmm. I look over, there's like a 71 year old lady over there smoking cigarettes and playing pinochle on her computer. Right. Not, not giving a flying rat's ass, drinking her gin and tonic. It's like, if some people get used to it and they're just like, whatever. Yeah. Does turbulence bother
1: you? Oh, my God. I was on a plane that almost crashed, though. And when I was young in Mexico, my senior trip had to dump out all the fuel into the ocean and go turn around and land back in Cabo. And it was a mechanical thing. And it was like the worst day of my life. Kind of like we, we, well, you know, not the worst day of my life, but we had to sit in the airport for like 24 hours because we had already gone through customs. We had nowhere to stay. The plane was broke down. I mean, it was bad. Like the flight attendants were in the jump seats strapped in and crying you know, the plane was like falling out of the sky. And so like, I hate it. I just always have.
0: Oh, well no shit. Why wouldn't you? Yeah.
1: So, but I still fly, but, but you hate every minute of it. Yeah. I have to, I have to, I have to have a couple of drinks before I go up. I'm that guy at the airport at 7am drinking a bloody Mary and two beers before I get on the plane. Let me
0: ask you if you do this on a plane you watch movies and shit like on an iPad?
1: Never.
0: You don't? Mm-mm. Listen to music? Nope. Hard Nothing? Never. Dude, I, this is going to sound weird to you, but like I'll I go up and I got my iPad ready, right? And I'm watching a movie. And as soon as we hear, uh, I will not watch a movie through turbulence. I will not listen to music through turbulence. Until the safety is back, until the safety net is back. I'll freaking hit pause. Cause you want to hear what's going on or what? I don't know what it is about my psyche that sits there. And it's almost like I go into pray mode and I'm like prayers or what? Like, is this even really, you're the, talking to the big guy, the pilots up there are just sitting there with their, I mean, they're probably smoking cigarettes, drinking
1: coffee, you and... know, like the
0: movie airplane. Exactly. <laughs> Leslie, the hell of
1: a day to quit sniffing glue. Yeah. And don't yeah. call me
0: Shirley. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Um, but it's not scary to them. These guys are used to being upside down with fire jets. A lot of these commercial pilots that were fighter jets, that's the most boring thing they've ever done in their careers, fly these commercial flights.
1: I think he Brian flies commercial a little bit. And so does his wife
0: Rachel. Yeah. United and American.
1: And he's still an it's F Maybe Delta United. I just saw him the other day, not to get totally off topic, but he's like one of the only guys that still flies and trains that jet. Yeah. I get did you know that fi- being a fighter pilot's like very bad on your body.
0: Oh, yeah, it's got to be,
1: right? Yeah, he, he said, did... like, th- those guys all have bad backs and knees and hips, and he's stayed healthy. Would you do
0: it if he could get you up? <sighs> in a heartbeat. I'd go right Once now. Once in a lifetime. I want to so bad, it's unbelievable.
1: I kind of want to get a plane now after I rode in that one. you going to get your license? I don't know. No, I'm not going to, but... Or you're just going to buy a plane? Well, I'm just saying I kind of want, like, the... Maybe you should start with, like, model airplanes. Start with collecting those. But think how cool... I... This is just where my mind wanders. Think how cool it would be if you had a, a badass little ranch out by your uncle of oars and you had a plane and you could just hop in your little plane and rip out to your
0: hundred percent. Jackson does it all the time. I know.
1: How rad would that be? Who wouldn't want that?
0: Yeah. Who wouldn't want that?
1: A lot of people wouldn't want it, but a lot of people would love it. Would
0: you do what Kobe did though? Would you want a helicopter to get through the LA traffic? And then that happened, which you know, there's thousands of helicopters. How many Jack, is there a Google number on, Los Angeles helicopter flights per day. Just in Vegas, there's a couple hundred a day. Just in tours,
1: but they are much more dangerous than flights. They say that because they have no gliding capability.
0: They say that, but I also hear that they do.
1: No, I don't. That you
0: can keep yourself up for a while. Well, sooner or later, you're falling to the Montgomery ground. Gentry. Yeah, they hovered like a, for a few minutes,
1: and then yeah, he called his but wife. Didn't,
0: didn't Kobe like run into a mountain through the fog? Yeah, that, that was
1: didn't. a weather deal, I believe. Yeah, pilot weather problem there.
0: But how many safe ones are there today to get out of that I-5 or that lockdown of traffic? Well, they do that. I'm not I'm not seeing anything right now. They uh,
1: Uber has a service in New York where you can hop on a helicopter and beat the traffic.
0: Clay says that they have like a national plane deal now. It's like Uber. Oh, you yeah. and your buddies can just call it. A...
1: Supposedly, supposedly it's cheaper than, too. Really? Like and commercial they, flights? You can fly to Vegas for like 199 where Southwest is like, 250 plus and you go through the small airport in reno and but you gotta it's got a book right you know what i mean they do it based it's got to be based on the numbers but yeah if you had like five of your friends and you, were, you could easily sell that plane to the point where they were the cheap flights or whatever and there's like a there's like a sweet spot i guess i'll say because i guess when they get uh start to run out of them the price goes up but if you get it in the right my brother's done it you can fly to vegas for 199
0: Per head,
1: yeah, but Southwest is two fifty every is that time round
0: trip. I believe so. Southwest is two fifty round trip now. Yeah, it used to be a hundred bucks. I know. It used to be thirty nine bucks sometimes.
1: I know. You never get that anymore. Ouch. I, th- I think if you really look in advance, you might be able to get a one way for like one ninety nine. It's yeah, it's cheap. It's it it's not cheap. It's very expensive.
0: Very expensive.
1: Uh, the, you know the flight that I got to Birmingham, I got for like four hundred. It's not eleven hundred. Eleven hundred now, when and it was well into six weeks before. But fuel prices are—they have sad. to affect. Yeah,
0: sad. I heard that jet fuel is cheaper than diesel fuel now, though for our trucks. Is it really? That's what I heard.
1: the The rental car agreement that I signed, which it's always inflated, but I'd never seen it. It's thirteen ninety nine a gallon if you don't bring the car back full which it's always been expensive cuz they're they're compensating for their guy that has to go fill it but yeah, it's, it's never been be like 13.99 it's yeah. always what it's we're like what out. normal gas price is right now
0: yeah thanks biden
1: yeah i thought about that on the way over here like if you voted for that guy i hope that it's literally taking every drop of your savings to pay for fuel right now and i don't wish bad on people but you just you have to like You him. have to reap what you sow. I
0: think he's corrupt, and I think that his family's corrupt. And I think he's an embezzler. Yeah. I think he's a bad, bad – I mean, look at the way people treat him. You see him the other day in that White House deal when, like
1: – Oh, yeah, nobody, nobody wanted to talk, talk to him. him. Did you see that new – from the Arab Nations, that skit they put out on him? Uh-uh. With Kamala Harris holding him up at the podium, and he doesn't know who he's talking about, and he's mad at the leader of China. Oh, I mean, Russia. You know, I got something to say to you. And then he falls asleep at the podium and the fake – you know, vice president has to wake him up. It's, we're the laughing stock of the world right the now. World. And she's terrible too. Oh my God. And, and Chris Rock, who you warned me about saying he, he spoke about him like he was the greatest thing in the world. what did he say about him? Very brief. But he said basically the, the, the butt of the joke was that Trump was so bad. We had to, we had to bring the statue, Joe Biden, uh, you know, out of retirement to save our country. That's jo- Joe looks so bad. And he, and cause he, he's, he, he was a statue. And we had to bring him out to save our country. It was terrible. That's comedy. how people think about him. I literally did, I didn't want to talk about this. I didn't laugh once through Chris Rock's show. His opener was hilarious. Exactly what you want to see in a, com- a stand-up comic. Hilarious. Bagging on the crowd. Every
0: joke you could think of. Was he in the small room downstairs at the Legacy? Yeah. That's what Chris Rock's career's turned yeah. into, that the, little room?
1: Yeah, with one set of little tipped-up bleachers in the back. Very... Yeah,
0: I wonder if that's because he can't sell out the Reno Event Center, or that the casino pays him big enough money to where he can just play in front of that big of a crowd. Because when Kevin Hart came here, he played at the Event Center.
1: Chris Rock you had to put your phone in a bag and lock it up, and I and th- and I think the reason is because he's so terrible that if video got out of his show, no one would go see it anymore. I really do. Th- or he thinks think, nobody laughed. Nobody laughed. Nobody laughed.
0: Very. It was not, dude. I've seen. I've seen. You know, Sunday. Did I text you the day before when I said, come to Tim Montana's concert with me. You go, I'm going to Chris Rock. I said, you'll regret that.
1: I know. And I.
0: I He's I, not funny. He hasn't been funny since his first one.
1: I thought he would have ben got into Black some of that older stuff. I thought, what what comedian is still doing Trump jokes? His first 20 minutes were on COVID, which is completely irrelevant right now. And then he does 40 minutes of like Trump politic jokes that aren't relevant. Well, they're the not joke funny. That he anymore. told
0: the Will Smith's wife was terrible. That terrible. wasn't funny. Yeah. He's not that funny. Yeah. That's why he's never had a big acting career. Like, he had a good stand-up moment, don't get me wrong, but he's not that funny. He's terrible in every part he's ever played on TV. The week of with Adam Sandler, he's terrible. Grown-ups, terrible. Like, he's not funny. It's true. Kevin like, Hart doesn't make me laugh, though, either. He's funnier than Chris Rock, but he does not make me laugh. When was Rock popular? in 2000-ish? I mean, he was in Living Color in the in the 90s. And then he came out right after that. What year is Bigger, Black, or Stronger by Chris Rock? Stand up special. I bet you 99, 2000, 98. I mean, he was. He's embarrassed to go back. He was like 89, 90 on In Living Color, wasn't he? Yeah. Chris Rock has got to be close to 60. I bet you he's 57, 58. He's older than Sandler.
1: Yeah, it was not good. I should have listened to you. How was Tim Montana? 99.
0: 99 was Bigger, Black, or Stronger? 99. Twenty-three years ago, I guess
1: I was still holding on to those memories, because I didn't see his latest. Never been comedy. a fan of him.
0: Never, even back. I mean, then? when he say something like "How much for one rib?" like on *In Living Color*, and I'm gonna get you, sucker. He had some funny moments, but I can't stand somebody that uses their platform to try to like. I can't stand that Cardi B could be a stripper and then a rapper, and I don't care how talented she is. But then people like Joe Biden would say, "Listen to this woman on who you should vote for." Who in the does she know who to vote for but then they who canceled does amy, her. who does amy schumer know who to vote for yeah because she came out and made fun against of him, the vaccine she came out against against the vaccine. Vaccine. And, and you haven't heard canceled. from her since
1: never heard from her since
0: no isn't that wild yeah amy schumer the most untalented piece of you know what in my she has armed security guards but says that we should have no right to own firearms
1: right she's ter- and she's, she's not, not funny, funny at all she's
0: does she's like literally not funny
1: she's had more whoops moments than anything where she tells a joke and not one person laughs.
0: She's the worst of all time. I cannot stand looking at her. I don't know why I'm getting so off like but you, I would never pay my money to go see Chris Rock to have him talk about everything I'm that I'm that I'm for. He talks down against it. He
1: does. I got my ticket for free, but I would never see him again and I would tell everybody how terrible he is. I didn't know. I honestly didn't know. I don't I guess I was reliv- or I was living in the
0: late 90s, early
1: 2000s, when he was somewhat funny.
0: You know who would say he's hilarious? Still, I bet you Howard Stern go to that show, say it's hilarious because of how woke Howard Stern is. Nobody laughed. Not one person. Ser- it seriously was. But dead. would Howard Stern have the balls? You know, like when he tells somebody like how real. You know, people say Howard Stern's real. People say Howard Stern is just he, he's going to tell you like it is. I bet you if he listened to Chris Rock's new hour. He'd tell him he's funny, oh, yeah. that he's one of the greatest. He's not one of the greatest. No. He's nowhere near Eddie Murphy. Why do you think Eddie Murphy won't go back on stage? Eddie Murphy knows he messed up and made Coming to America because I'm sure Jeff Bezos and, and Prime or Amazon Prime paid him such big money that he couldn't say no. Right. But you know, my brother said that he didn't even la- giggle at it. Didn't I, you try to watch it with Clint? I watched it with Clint. I, Coming it, to America, the original, is one of the, great, the finest movies made in comedy.
1: And maybe that's why it's so bad, the second one, is because the first one's so
0: good. But why do you think Netflix hasn't talked Eddie Murphy into coming back on stage and saying, we'll give you $50 You know why? Because he knows he can't do Delirious Seurat anymore. And that's what he's always going to be judged on. Yeah. He's going to be judged on that. He literally had arguably two of the finest hours of stand-up comedy in the history of stand-up. Richard Pryor, Bill Cosby, whatever. I mean, Bill Cosby didn't make me laugh. No. But Richard Pryor. George Carlin had some funny stuff, but he's not Eddie Murphy. Uh, Bill Burr, I think, is genius comedy. Dice. I truly feel that. I think that, I think that uh, Big Man that passed away. Oh, my God. Dice was unreal. What was his name? Not the amazing Jonathan. No. The big guy. Ralphie May. Ralphie. Oh, Yeah. I saw an hour of his stand up during his uh his residency in Vegas and it was funny. But we're talking 1980. What year was what year do you think Eddie Murphy Delirious came out? I'm gonna say 82.
1: I would say I'm gonna say 83. I was going to say 84. And Raw was 87.
0: 80. What year is Eddie Murphy Delirious produced? 83.
2: Ooh. 1983.
0: We're talking 1980 freaking 3. It's one of the finest hours. I mean, it's hilarious. And I think that that's why Eddie Murphy's like, I ain't going back out there. I ain't going. Can't out there. do it. I I'm, can't. I, I, I watched Martin Lawrence's new one. I didn't even grin, let alone laugh. Like, not one funny joke. His newest one, like from last year or whatever. Martin Lawrence came out of retirement and did stand-up. Because Netflix, probably because Netflix is willing to pay this there was Because another... they did that series, right, where they did... Netflix did a
1: stand-up series, right? Brought back some... Oh, I don't know. They did a big,
0: they got big thing. They got, they, they do deals with every stand up comic there is to put their specials on there. I think they just got Jim Gaffigan back. Is I mean, standup dead though? Uh, do you remember the Kings of Comedy out? Oh, oh my yeah. God. Bernie Mac. Oh. But think how long ago that was. That was like, what year was Kings of Comedy? 98, that, 99 maybe? 2000. Yeah. 2001, Jack. Kings of Comedy was produced. That was DL Hewley. Bernie Mac, Steve Harvey, and Cedric the Entertainer. I still like to see Steve Harvey. I think Steve Harvey's like the hardest working man in show business. 2000. 2000 yeah. Kings of Comedy. Is stand-up dead? I don't know. You see all these comedians that GSR has come into it? The little guys, like... The little the little comedy clubs? I guess when you get
1: too famous, you can't do this. Because I, you know, I touched on it, but the guy... I don't even know the guy's name, but the guy that opened up for Chris Rock did like your traditional comedy where he... He Kind of came out and he bagged on Reno for a minute, you know, and then he then he looks in the crowd just like was it Andrew Dice Clay did to you? Called you Bruce Willis or whatever, yeah. Made That's what I want to hear.
0: Made fun of me, and I was gonna sue right, him. so like because I felt like he was making fun of me,
1: right? Uh, you know, th- I think it's hard for comics to do that anymore, but this dude did it right, man. He was bagging on everyone, and it was great, but I guess maybe when they get too famous, they can't do that anymore, or maybe people. In general, just feel like they can't, you know, hurt people's feelings anymore or something like that. But
0: no, they just, they get, they lose their sense of identity and what got them there because they're so woke that they think they still have it when they don't because they're not that little raw energetic comic that's trying to make it anymore. Stand up comedy is one of the hardest things in the world to do. Yeah. With perfect timing and get a crowd to be on your level to laugh at what you're trying to say. You're good. At, you would be a good stand-up comedy if people just filmed you in your everyday aura or when you're drinking a beer at a spring training game or talking shit at the Coney at a Suns of Nevada night. You have that knack of timing and comedic flow. But could you get on stage and put 60 minutes together? No. That's the difference. So hard. Right? Stand up comedy is a true art form that's hard and it's dark. You got to be dark. You got to, the most comics are dark and fucking almost suicidal in a lot of ways. Not most. That's unfair to say. But, you know. Dave Attell, you know, like that insomniac theater. The, dark. 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 Yeah. Um, there's been several that have committed suicide over the past 10 years, probably. Um, but they get too woke. They say stuff that hasn't, like, Eddie Murphy was doing shit that was like, that would be so canceled today. It would make your head spin homosexuals, racism, um, obesity, uh, women and degrading women in sex and stuff that dude, would they go after Eddie Murphy today? If his standups, oh, yeah. dude, he can't, would Eddie Murphy ever come out and be so woke that he would just sit there and talk shit about Donald Trump? No. You know who else didn't do that? Who's so relevant in today's society? Michael Jordan. Yeah. He never got on a, on a deal. And said that you need to do this like LeBron James and talk down to people. He never did it. Shouldn't do I it. think one part of his Last Dance documentary is like <laughs> Republicans buy shoes too. He had that kind of mindset. Yeah, he never he never ostracized anybody or turned off part of his audience, and like his Eric wife, Church yeah. did with the, the NRA or like Eric. I don't think Eric Church did it in a way to where you know I still love Eric Church's music, but he turned off a lot of people with that stuff he said about the Second Amendment. Oh
1: yeah,
0: uh, Sturgill Simpson did it to his audience.
1: The Under Armour guys did it. I was thinking about it this morning. I'm wearing an Under Armour shirt today. That if you if you truly follow all that stuff, there's been a lot of brands and a lot of people that have, you know, like you said, they've turned off part of their audience. So that's a that's a whole another show you can talk about if you're in business or around business.
0: How do you stay? How do you take the idea of like I need to stand up for what I believe in? I'd love to get on the show every week and have a platform as small or as large as ours is and say how I really feel some of the times, but it's not my position to, right. I don't want you to base your vote on how I feel. And people come here for entertainment. They don't want to, you know, we, we, I think we
1: lightheartedly touch on a lot of topics and stuff like that. and, And it's things that we believe in, but it's not a, it's not a, you know, three-hour bash session on anything or 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 our political views or how you should vote or anything else it's it's current events that tweak you like paying five bucks a gallon for gas that you shouldn't we shouldn't be doing in america
0: inflation's killing us
1: eight and a half percent this month highest since 1970 we're the
0: laughing stock stock of the world right this city when i went to that concert saturday night and you were downtown too i was ashamed of our city oh yeah i was disgusted i was sick to my stomach i was scared i had fear because I didn't have my pee. it wasn't carrying because you can't bring it into yeah. where the venue was. Um, the parking garage that we stayed in was filthy. Mm-hmm. Disgusting to where I picture my daughter going to like a AAA stadium game. I haven't been to one in five years because of how filthy. And then that night, I only went down there to support a friend. That's why I went to that show, to support a friend. I would never go to that venue again. Nope. Ever. He could play there, have a residency there, and I wouldn't go one night. It's hard, dude. Our city's definitely gone to hell.
1: It, I see it every day. I drive around in the city a lot more than you do and it's bad, dude. I, I won't go down there anymore. There was a guy walking down the street close to my house carrying like a chain with a, a ball on the end of it and had a, like a uh like a nightstick in the other hand. I got two knives pulled on me the other day. Not pulled on me in the sense like but dude walking in front of me and I did not have my pistol and 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 I and I never felt this way before he pulled two fixed blade knives out of a pillowcase. I was walking my dog and he stopped and I had to walk past him. I, I like, I couldn't stop and like turn around. It, you know, I just was at a point where I just had to walk by him and he's standing there h- holding two knives. So I just made eye contact with him the whole time. I said, how you doing today, buddy? He ignored me 100%. And when I got about 10 feet away from him, he told me to go F myself. Yeah. And I had the guy you
0: always want to lay out one yeah. punch him right to the temple. Right makes me sick that's our city makes me sick nobody's held accountable for nothing slap on the wrist for everything
1: he not if i would have called the cops said this dude's holding two knives out here they wouldn't even come by the time they got there he'd have been you no. know gone
0: oh yeah yeah our city sucks now i hate it our mayor doesn't even show her face
1: our governor's worthless
0: man. look at we're on a soapbox
1: oh my god but it's true it happens it's hard not to get down right now about all this stuff. At least if you if you ever care about our country. It's scary. It's scary to
0: know that these businesses are going to have masks. I'm not going to go to your restaurant if I got to wear a mask in there. Nobody wants to. I'm not going. Oh, they'll they'll close them back down to to go only. Yeah. They they want it for the benefit of that party to get people to vote for the wrong people.
1: Yep. That's it. I can't believe they're back on masks. I was really looking forward to flying to Alabama next week with no mask on. You should. Can't though. I should be able to.
0: We'll see. What, um, the beard, you still have it on, you've been threatening for, it was, it was like when the mask deal went out, you were beard off and now the mask thing's been off for months. Are you going to do it? Are you keeping it on to see if the mask thing comes back or what's with the beard now? You just love it so much? I guess I just, yeah, I've grown accustomed to it. Do you think it's on for the rest of your life? No. No way? No. Let's talk about our Google researcher down there. What do you think of his... Billie Jean King haircut Google Billie Jean King Tennis player Jack how long would it take you to grow a beard
2: Like I can't I can't grow a beard like that But my beard will be back in two or three days Did you Google
0: Billie Jean King tennis player Go to images And then put Crosby's glasses on right there God, Are we close
2: Yeah (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> put your microphone in front of you did i nail that one jack yeah he nailed it i
1: gotta look up now
0: <laughs> Oh my old my little jack my little jacko's got billy jean king's hair oh jack jack did you show yeah, I them think
2: i had it before because you
0: went to sports clip no endorsement here no no affiliation never been to one in my life shaved my own head uh, you went to Sports Clip. Did you just show them a picture of your favorite tennis star, and they said, "We'll get that done." We're coming right up, Jack.
2: Yeah, I just said, "Mess me up as best you can."
0: Billy Jean King. <laughs> that is. That's a. Your new nickname is Billy Jean King. Great the, uh, forehand.
1: Great, great. She looked like a great tennis player. She was great. I guess you could. You got the same kind of haircut as your girlfriend too, but either one. Um I guess that's about it for today, huh? We've covered the gamut of topics. We started with West Coast gangster rap and ended on politics. After a trip down the Wright brothers memory lane. Elvis, Michael Jackson. Solid.
0: Lots. A little politics, a little music, a little hip hop, little uh acting and stand up comedy. Current, e- current event type of situations. Is that what Adam Sandler said in The Goat? Mm-hmm. There's another guy that's never really come out political. Kept his mind, mouth shut, stayed in his lane. Put out a new comedy special probably two or three years ago called 100% Fresh. Have you watched it on Netflix when he does the tribute to Chris Farley? And yeah. It's like stand-up. It's Some good. funny stuff in it. Yeah. He's a different mind, dude. I love that Chris Farley song. He's had some busts. Yeah. But he's had some freaking solid solid movies solid movies but I watched Jack and Jill the other day I wanted to pull my teeth out that's one where he plays his sister too and she comes uh, to visit
1: I've never seen it the last movie I saw his was Uncut Gems which great movie it made me very nervous you said the you had anxiety time. yeah but it was good
0: yeah it's different he he made you feel that way because he that was good acting he was going to be up for an Oscar for that yeah and he, I don't think he got nominated but he was expected to it was,
1: he should have got something for it.
0: It was good. I like him. That's breaking it down. We hope you're enjoying it. We hope you're really enjoying it. Please continue to support the partners and sponsors that support us. Jack Daniels, Tennessee Sour Mash Whiskey. We're rolling. Jack, do you have any closing words? None. None 15 love There's 45 a lot of hats in the garage you could wear 45 15 what are, I'm trying to come up with like tennis scores. Well, Net ace ace love 15 Well, thank you all for listening. We could keep talking about this stuff all day. We'll be back with another episode of This Life Ain't For Everybody breaking it down series with Chad and Alex. Send us a private message on Instagram or on Facebook or on our website info at this life ain't for everybody.com. If you have any topics or guests you want to hear on here, more to come from our family of podcasts. New episodes of the Foul Life podcast available now. New Sig Sauer Peace of Mind series episode. Jason St. John's on there right now. You can a duck dogs. We have a new episode of Resist All Roundup coming out from our friends at Resist All Hats. Where the payment ends, Alex Crosby's a co host on there with my brother's Clinton Clay Building. Lots going on there. We're getting ready to launch two new podcasts, Crosby. So one is on. one of them is called Forty Years to Freedom with Jennifer Swenson and Anna V. It's an awesome logo. Wait till you see this logo. It's relevant to what we talked about today. Is it and, about the
1: women's right movement?
0: No, it's just called it's I, I named it after sublimes 40 ounces to freedom album, but it's like these women are 40 now and they're finding themselves like they're free. They're they're single moms, but there's are a lot of good stuff in there about raising kids and being a woman in society and it's just called 40 years to freedom and finding yourself. And um, and then the other one is called American Wing Shooter podcast, which is Anna V's new one that we're going to be producing on. Women in the outdoors, hunting, the culture of hunting, wing shooting, upland, waterfowling, shotgunning, sporting clays, skeet, five stand, um, you name it. She's going to go over a ton of things in that realm. So we're keeping the hunting, the outdoors, the provider mentality, current event type of situations, um, stuff that's relevant in today's society, musical guest, fishing, trapping, everything you can think of. Cooking, culinary, exciting. backyard grilling. What, else, what don't we touch on?
1: everything we you freaking everything.
0: wheeze that one I'm tied to this truck with a three-foot rope <laughs> hey goat hey goat. adam sandler the goat
2: i think the, the disc was festival. called
0: what the hell happened to me oh you heard him beating me he was beating me loud he's hey, over dude, at a ragu drunk. festival <laughs> <laughs> Chad and alex breaking it down thank you all oh,
2: lie. No lie.